0: On today's show, why will Jason Kidd be back with the Dallas Mavericks? Does he have a special connection to Kyrie that it's necessary? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks.
1: If
0: you don't believe, you shouldn't be here.
1: Loyalty
0: never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on at the end to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager with Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I've been recording playoff previews all day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Subscribe and follow for free wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, comment anything below, let us know. I'm curious about this one. I'm curious if there's any yeses in this. Do you believe the Dallas Mavericks can compete again under Jason Kidd? If you want to support the show, text us and get text alerts from us on Mavs Rumors and more throughout the offseason. Subscribe to our subtext. You can text the number 214-643-8637 or follow the link in the description below. And uh, to download... Uh Game Time app create an account. Use your code locked on NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase, last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Joining me as always, my co-host writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The coaching crooner, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: All right, so you've you've interviewed all the locked on hosts who are in the actual play- playoffs. All twenty, yep. Well, okay. so not the playoffs, the you know, Postseason, play in, playing, po- playoffs, everything. Yeah. Participation ribbons, all of them. Which, which host has talked you into their team going to the finals?
0: I think I got talked out of several teams <laughs> more okay. so than I got talked into teams. I got completely talked out of the Heat. Uh, I don't believe the Heat can win anything <laughs> after talking to Wes Clover. I mean, um, I got talked. Out of the uh, Grizzlies a little bit because it was they were like, well, you know, we're supposed to be really good at rebounding, but Stephen Adams is gone, and so we've been thirteenth in rebounding since Steve Adams been out. And I was like, okay, well, that's not Steven good. Stephen <laughs>
1: Adams being the key to their whole season. What what is going on?
0: That's like when Maxi was out, and we were saying like, oh, Maxie's the key to the Mavericks' defense becoming good again. And that
1: I will sure. say this: it is pretty sickening for the people who don't like the Lakers, aka myself.
0: You.
1: They're about to play the Timberwolves. <laughs> who on the last day of the season, Rudy Gobert punches somebody and McDaniels breaks his hand. So they're both out. And if they win, they're going to get the freaking Grizzlies who are dealing with their own stuff <laughs> and all of that too. And I'm like, what, what are the odds? What's going on?
0: It's just, yeah, that's just been really weird. So, but yeah, so, uh, those will be all across locked on and unlocked uh, on, on NBA. So you can check out that, but uh mentioned at the top of the show, but want to mention again, our subtext. If you want to support the show, this is another way you can do it. This is a next level for the Raccoon Squad. If you want to text us, we will respond to your text messages. You can get alerts from us. We'll send out maps, rumors throughout the offseason, draft stuff, trade stuff, all kinds of stuff. Text our subtext. It's a link in the description. Uh, it's just another way you can support us, get text alerts from us, and text us, and we'll respond. So uh, go ahead and check that out. But today, we're going to talk about Jason Kidd. There's a lot of things to talk about with Jason Kidd because... He's, he's back. Like he's coming back. There, I've, I've gotten some questions. Heck. Is Jason Kidd going to come back? And the answer is yes, because we've heard from two people in charge about this. Does he have a special connection to Kyrie Irving? That's something that I want to talk about. And then we'll get into the Mavs investigation on tanking and Jason Kidd's role and all of that. But let's start with this. So we've heard from both Mark Cuban and Nico Harrison that Jason Kidd will, in fact, be the Dallas Mavericks head coach. Next season, I'm going to ask you the, the $100 million question, to Isaac Harris. Why?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to push back again and say it doesn't lock it in that he's going to be there. I actually went back to 2021. You know, this is two seasons that kid's been head coach. I went back to the offseason that, you know, Rick ended up leaving. We technically Rick left on his own. We know all the stuff behind this, all that stuff. But at the end of that playoff series, Mark Cuban was like texting with Tim McMahon and it, those tweets coming out of like, <laughs> Hey, the grass isn't always greener on the other side about that. a coaching change. And like, I agree all with this, him. <laughs> yeah. And, and all this stuff about, you know, shooting down the, the coach and change stuff, uh, Rick Carlos bouncing, you know, and you know, what a week, you know, a month after that, three or four weeks after that, I'm just saying things could change over the off season. I wouldn't put it a hundred percent, but they're saying all the stuff now. So like, Hey, Jason's our guy, all this stuff. I mean, if you think about it the other way, it's like, all right, well, if they didn't come out and say that, then he's probably already fired, right? Like you almost got to like back him at this point. So you say, why? I think one, the biggest reason is the biggest reason you brought him in in the first place player relationships. And the number one thing you hear about, I mean, we still haven't had as bad as this season has been. We still haven't had the athletic ESPN, whatever report come out. That's like, you know, Mark Stein, you know, Substack. Like we haven't had any of those. I mean, I, to my knowledge, unless I'm missing one, I haven't seen anything, any paragraph in an article that man, Jason kid and the players, they just don't connect. And there was that one little thing from Tim McMahon where he's like, I don't know if the, you know, the, his voice is getting heard there at the, you know, one of those last Hornets games or something like that.
0: But that wasn't reporting, right? Like that was just, that was Tim McMahon connecting the dots in that if they didn't respond after a, a, a Hornets loss, then how could they be listening to their coach, which is what we've been doing this whole time. But that's not even like that, like to your point, this, is that's not even reporting as of well, the team's not listening to, to him, you know, because of blah, blah, blah. That's just looking it, at what it is and saying, well, they're probably not.
1: <laughs> and and listen, when a team has a season like this, I mean, it's like, it's like prey, like on, on the like for you know the trying to do like a lion king reference here it's like just (laughs) it's just an animal just like they're waiting to be devoured for media and journalists and content producers and everything like dude i gotta do the tell all piece right bill simmons is tweeting out you know making jokes about like can't wait for this tell all piece from the mavs in the season we still haven't gotten it yet we could be getting it but we still haven't gotten it yet and if nothing does come out then that's the stuff like that's this type of stuff of like if they're if the players didn't like Jason Kidd, if Luka Doncic didn't like Jason Kidd, it would be out by now. We know of some one player in particular who didn't have a great time this season and his agent is very adamant about that. If there was some type of disconnect with Jason Kidd, that would be leading the charge, too. As far as like players connecting with Jason Kidd, we just haven't saw those supports. So why is he still going to be the head coach or why are they saying he'll be the head coach is because. It's a players coach league, and to everything that we know so far, the players still connect with him and other players across the league, respect him.
0: You that even was the look longest like,
1: winded answer ever.
0: But. <laughs> you look at Frank Vogel; he won a, a championship with the Lakers in 2020, and then they go 33 and 49 the season after next. And then he's fired, right? Like it, that's just how it goes for some of these teams. If you have a letdown year, even after like winning a title, you're you're probably gone. If some of those stories start coming out, and they, the stories started coming out about Frank Vogel, they have not about Jason Kidd yet. So for for all we know, he's still. Yet, yet. we're recording yet. this yet. on
1: Monday, April tenth. Yeah. Yet there there could be something come out this week about whatever, and like that would nullify everything we just said.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so we haven't heard anything else. Uh, on the contrary, at this point, uh, do they put, do do Mark Cuban and Nico Harrison put too much stock in last season and give Jason Kidd too much credit for last season? Because it does seem like he's getting a pass this season because of how well last season went, even though they talked, they all talked about it and said, that, you know, we overachieved and all that kind of stuff. And now they're like, okay, well, we underachieved now and we're not giving, we're not taking credit from Jason Kidd.
1: Well, it's because the take found how, Fast the NBA was this season, <laughs> so I mean you can't. Nice
0: penetrating thrust to the middle. You
1: can't, you can't put that on Jason Kidd. What are you talking about? Um, I mean for me, even with the question uh to me of like, you know, I feel like we we both have random people ask us right now, which I think you're probably more adamant about your answer than me. Of hey, is is kid is kid the guy right now? What, what would you do with Jason Kidd right now? And it's like, I'm kind of like indifferent on it still because. I I do I think I do fall in that camp. I think I do fall in the camp of hey year 1 he did rally the guys. Year 1 they did connect with them really well and they were like fully inspired, played hard, played their butts off, had a lot of fun, had a t- ton of team chemistry, yeah. the coaching staff, all that stuff. This year has been a disaster, so it's like they almost like equal out for me. I just don't I can't give you the answer of like how much more do you need to see before you have a full answer? Like, is it halfway into next season? I'm just at like zero now. I'm kind of just at, back to neutral, like ground. Yeah. yeah, I'm back to neutral of like, all right, you kind of got to win me over, or I don't know.
0: So I it's was, I, he had to win me over the first season because of, of all we saw from Jason Kidd before that. If, if you heard that the episode we did when Jason Kidd got hired, <laughs> I was not, I was not for it. Didn't think that he was a good. Choice for the organization, and so he had to win me over. So he won me over last year, and then now he's (laughs) I've gone back down to where I was. So I went from like I don't know negative five to zero, back down to negative five, where I was. But coming up, I'll tell you why one sneaky reason that Jason Kidd is returning as as head coach to Dallas Mavericks. Sneaky, sneaky, and uh, I'll tell you about that next. But before we do, let me tell you about the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app today. Use the code Locked to get twenty dollars off tickets to your next uh, event. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. I just watched the WNBA draft. Our Dallas Wings drafted four players, traded for another player. They literally drafted basically three, four, and five in the draft, and took a ton of shooters. So if you want to go to a Dallas Wings game, you want to go check out all kinds of stuff around DFW. Use the Game Time app and uh, snag tickets without the stress. With Game Time, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NBA, all one word, all caps. For $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem your code, locked in NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I think
1: they, they got a Brazilian. Pick, pick four, the trade that they. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, Lou. Yeah. From Yukon. From she, her. Well,
1: no, I think it's the other girl.
0: No, yeah, from Yukon. She's Brazilian. Oh, I no, Soares. Soares is Brazilian. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. she's going to be out for the season uh, because of an injury. But, but yeah, the other girl, Lou from Yukon, was born in Mexico, grew up in France, and is like a French citizen. Went to Ireland to play high school basketball, then went to Yukon and is now uh, a Dallas Wing. So she, wow. has, she has traveled. Uh, but you can go lo- listen, lo- listen to Lockdown Women's Basketball, but all about the draft. All right, Isaac. There's one reason I think that Jason Kidd is back, even, even more so than the, you know, they went to the Western Conference Finals reason from last season. I think that if you don't have Jason Kidd as your head coach or if you bring in a new coach that Kyrie doesn't know, I think you have less of a chance to keep Kyrie. And I think that's the most important thing to this this organization. We heard it from Mark Stein. He wrote it recently. The most important thing for this organization is to re-sign Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Outside, I mean, outside of of keeping Luca happy, those things are in tandem, right? Like, that's the same thing. Bringing back Kyrie. I think Jason Kidd has the connection with Kyrie, which you said it at the top. He has a connection, relationship with players. That's the whole reason why they brought in this duo of Nico Harrison and Jason Kidd, that Mark Cuban believes that those guys will have relationships with the stars that eluded him for so many years, right? When they had Dirk, couldn't get anybody else to come in next to him uh, because of, you know, the the former duo that was at coach and, and GM. And so now you bring in the opposite of those guys and try to bring in, you know, like a former player that's now a coach that everybody respects. You bring in Nico Harrison that has relationships with everybody in the league, and we've seen it all throughout the, the last two years. And I think that because of Kyrie Irving and his free agency and the connection Jason Kidd has with Kyrie Irving, I think that's a, a sneaky, underrated reason why Jason Kidd would be back.
1: Yeah, as long as Kyrie thinks it went well. You know, like it could go the other direction if, if Kyrie didn't think, you know, once he's been with him that uh, it would work well.
0: see Brooklyn Nets, Steve Nash. <laughs> <Like>.
1: <laughs> okay. This is gonna be a throwback. But oh, back man. when back when Kyrie first got to Dallas, he'd been there like three or four weeks, I guess. He'd played a handful of games uh for the Mavs. I actually asked him, I was like, What what's you know, what's it like playing for Jason Kidd compared to like your past coaches and Kyrie gave this like longer answer about kid. But one of the first parts at the beginning was, you know, I, I respect him. Like I respect all my head coaches and blah, 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 blah. And it was funny because afterwards, you know, a couple, you know, people in the room turned around and looked at him. And we were laughing and he's like, Oh, okay. So about Steve Nash, uh, <laughs> you know, about, uh, some of those, but <laughs> Uh, But no, you know, yes, as long if Kyrie thinks here's the thing about getting Kyrie when you did is he at least gets to see everything. And or I mean, like Dallas, you know,
0: he said when you did, you looked at me as if it was like, I did it. Sorry.
1: When Nick traded for Kyrie,
0: <laughs> I am. the I am the shadow head coach. So
1: you are. Uh, But when when Kyrie came in, he at least got to play under kid and know what it's like to play for kid an organization and play with Luca and all this stuff to where, yeah, you're not just like blindly signing with a team without knowing any of this stuff in the off season. So yes, if it went well, yes. If he still, you know, has a lot of respect for Jason K as a head coach, he thinks he's a good head coach and all this stuff, then that is definitely working to your favor right now that you don't want to like you're the biggest, one of the biggest cards besides the money part that you can play right now of Dallas is, Hey, you know what (laughs) now, you hope that it's a better version of that instead of, you know what you're stepping into because you just lived it. And it's like, well, I don't know if that's a good thing, but uh, it's pretty miserable. Uh, But you see what I'm saying? Like, but it could go the other direction too. If he was like, if he got here and was like, dude, I don't think Jason Kidd can coach at all. Then, uh, yeah, and they're holding on to him. Then that doesn't work out in your favor. But I think it's the other way, like you're saying.
0: So you're telling me that Kyrie's re-signing depends on how we think Kyrie has evaluated the situation and what Kyrie values in a in a, in a situation?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what Kyrie wants. This you know offseason. what I think
0: about that? It's great. It's great,
1: dude. Dude, it's great. It's great. It's great, bro. I, bro, name it. It's great. It's great. Can I ask you this question? This is probably... I got to watch out. Um, have you ever heard of anybody like, when they when they brag on when they brag on Jason Kidd as like a player, you know, if a player brags about Jason Kidd being a head coach, have you ever have you heard a player talk about his like X's and O's and like his coaching ability or is it is it not ninety five percent of the time is dude he was a brilliant basketball player and he was a point guard in this league and
0: so when you're saying when they ask about Jason Kidd the coach they always talk about Jason Kidd the player.
1: Yeah, and just like how much they respect him. He's a brill- he was a brilliant basketball player. I just feel like that's the overwhelming thing that I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm I'm sure I am very wrong. The thing
0: okay, so what I what I go back to with Jason Kidd a lot is one of the reasons why the Mavs offense is the way that it is this season. I've said this several times. This is my new we talked to Brunson at media day thing is mm-hmm. that when Jason Kidd came in and played under Rick Carlisle, Jason Kidd wanted to, to have control of the offense and like and like run it, right? He was a veteran point guard. And Rick Carlisle. Ooh, we'll do a podcast about this. <laughs> oh, they're they're the podcast. That's an inside joke from yesterday. <laughs> we have inside yeah. jokes now that are one day old. Yeah. Um, we got time, baby. We got, <laughs> we got time to get something to eat. <laughs> we got um, time to get something to drink. So but when Jason Kidd came came around. With you with Dallas. It. You didn't and finish it. You got time to go to the Mavs hanger shop <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. When uh and he wanted to to just run it and like let let the players run. Let us let us players run it. We know what to run better. Like we know the things to call. We know the offense to run better. And Rick Carlisle, being who Rick Carlisle is, wanted to dictate everything and wanted to call out all the plays from the sidelines. And that was a, a moment of their friction. Now, Jason Kidd comes in as a head coach, and what do they do? Luka calls everything. Luka's like, they're, they're calling some stuff from the sidelines, but it's mostly just, you know, Luka, Kyrie, do the things that you want to do at this point, point. and now that's where we are with Jason Kidd. I'm not sure what Kyrie thinks about that or what players think about that. I think Luka likes it, right? I think Luka likes to be able to call stuff, but I don't know if it's the best for the Dallas Mavericks themselves. They've been a successful offense. They were not the best offense last year, but they were better this year. And it's
1: the Luca relationship that means the world, especially now, especially with all the rumors we talked about. What Luca responded with it yesterday and all this stuff, guys. If if Luca did not want Jason Kidd there, he would be gone. So it's like, now did he go to the front office and was like, "Hey, I want Rick gone"? No, I mean, no. I mean, we did, we would have probably heard about that, but we at least heard some grumblings about their relationship and all of that. So. You know, I think if it was a make or break uh deal for Luka, I think he would probably already voiced it to the front office by now.
0: Coming up, let's talk about the Mavs investigation because the Mavericks did some they did some sneaky, they did some sneaky sneaky things. God, after, just those
1: words again haunt me.
0: In the last two games of the season and the NBA is officially going to investigate that. What role did Jason Kidd have in that and what will happen with this investigation? So we'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is going to be so fun for the the playoffs and especially the play-in. I'm looking right now at Hawks versus Heat, and I have a bunch of players in front of me. You can pick two to six players and a more or less on their projections. So Trey Young, 24 and a half points against the Heat. He was not good against the Heat last season at all. I'm going to go less than 24 and a half. More. More. I love the play-in, bro. Jimmy Butler, 27 and 27 and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go less on that because he hasn't been scoring that that much this season. Uh so I'll go less on that. And then I can pick Tyler Hero, 20 and a half. Yeah, give me less on that one too. Uh I put down twenty bucks, I can win forty five. If I hit the power play, if I put down twenty bucks, I can win a hundred. There's all kinds of different things you can do. And if you uh use the promo code locked on, all one word, hundred percent deposit match, up to a hundred dollars. Again, that's prizepicks.com. Download the app today. All right, Isaac. Again, want to remind you guys about our subtext. Text the number below, or go to the link in the description, and you can text us, and we will text you back and send alerts and all kinds of stuff. So, hey, text
1: me about the play in. I'll, I'll be. I'll love to talk about it.
0: You can text me you about just, the wings right now. I'm excited about that.
1: Just a reminder. Everybody's gonna watch the play in, and you're gonna see the takes fly on Twitter. And say, imagine not liking the play in. Well, imagine not liking a honey bun either. But a honey bun's not good for you, and I'm just saying. There's plenty I will watch these games, and I think it'll be great. But I don't think it's the best for the overall game. Anyway,
0: you are, you you are the only one on the you and Jeff and Goddard are the only ones on this still.
1: Oh no, there's other people out there for sure.
0: The Mavericks. The last the last month of the season would be irrelevant for the Mavericks if, without the play in.
1: Might might have been better for
0: them. <laughs> you. They, then they would have tanked earlier. <laughs>
1: I mean, there's probably a good portion of this audience right now saying that sounds awesome. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm in that camp. I'm just saying there's probably a good amount of people there saying, yeah, they should have done it. Also,
0: 10 seeds are 0-4 and since the start of the play-in. So we'll see what happens if if any 10 seeds win. But Uh, the investigation, the NBA is officially investigating the Dallas Mavericks because of their tanking. Now, if, if you're like me, you were like, hey, hold up. The what the Jazz have been doing with Larry Markkinen, what the Blazers have been doing with Damian Lillard, what the uh the Rockets have been doing just by running their team this way, like it's just that's way more a disgrace than what the oh. Mavericks did for two two out of 82 games. So why is it such a big deal for the Dallas Mavericks? Well, it it comes to what Jason Kidd said before the Kings game. He he gets up to the, the podium and you know, he said, I'm not playing, I'm watching and just then, like you guys. He didn't say that. But then he's, then he says, you know, he starts reading out the injuries cause he started to do that before every game. Cause he got annoyed with people asking. And then he said, you know, things change understanding as an organization, they've made this decision for all these guys to sit basically. And then when asked about, well, how did the, how did the players feel about this decision? He answered that. He answered like this, we're fighting for our lives but the organization has made a decision to change. And we have to go by that basically saying, well, Mark Cuban and the, and Nico Harrison decided that we were going to tank these games and we're going to tank these games. And so now the organization, now the NBA is investigating this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the simple thing in this case is like, listen, everybody, t- I mean, you know, so many people tank and yes, I mean, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Are we really going to investigate the maps here? Like, you're gonna to have to investigate all these other teams out here that it's it's more than their star players. I mean, some of these injury reports are absolutely insane over these past like you know week or two.
0: Well, look at the Spurs one. The Spurs and the Blazers ones were ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, that Blazer, that last Blazers one was like kind of funny. It was so long. <laughs> um but but yeah, you have to think that they're only investigating because Jason Kidd said that you know before the game. Then they launched the investigation, and then after everybody else is like, "Oh my gosh, did Kidd really have to say this stuff?" Really, he opens up <laughs> the the San Antonio game, and. <laughs> Brad makes the the comment post game about Brad Townsend says, man, you know, basically paraphrasing. How do you feel now? The season's over. And he said, well, the season was over a few days ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. You're doubling down again. Um. the truth. <laughs> um, so, Ugh. yeah, I mean, I think it was one of those moments he I want to say he probably wishes he could have back, but. I don't think the league's going to be able to, like, there's no way the league's going to be able to punish him for something.
0: I'm going to push back on the fact that you think Jason Kidd would want this comment back because I think that we tend to think that Jason Kidd doesn't really care too much about what he says in pressers. I do think he said this on purpose because he said it two different ways. Uh, He said, we understand the organization. They've made this decision. He also said, but the organization has made the decision to to change. He said that two different ways. And then he said it again. He said the season ended, you know, days ago. I think he was sending a message to the the, the front office saying that he didn't like this, that, you know, the players didn't like it. He didn't like it. And that, you know, hey, we still had a chance and we didn't go for it. And Mm. I I think he was sending a message. That's what I think. with this. And so I think that the Mavs Mm -hmm. are going to get fined. Because Jason Kidd said it out loud. If you didn't say it out loud and just did what the Blazers did and, and Chauncey Billups was, was quiet about it, then it wouldn't be a problem. But because he said it the quiet part out loud, the Mavericks are gonna be fine, and I think Jason Kidd did it on purpose.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: You're not you're not with me? You're not you're not on the You're not you're not, you're, you're coming down the <laughs> you're not putting the tinfoil hat on?
1: No, I don't know about him doing it like on purpose to like, hey, I'm going to take this subtle shot to the front office. I think he could have said it on purpose just because. You, you don't think Jason Kidd would
0: take a moment to give a subtle shot
1: at the front office that at anybody, him,
0: at anybody that hired him at anybody? He's done it to Luca. He's done it to me. He's done it to okay McMahon. He's done it to everybody this season.
1: I mean, we can talk about the deflecting thing again. I mean, I'm, that's I'm talking our number one shots, issue. i talking about shots though. Deflecting, a different like, thing. but like even the shots though have come at deflecting like you're def- he's deflecting the blame because and in turn he's taking shots at other people i mean josh green <laughs> when <whatever>, he's <laughs> like yeah we're supposed to fail i don't know what he's doing out there you know, it's <laughs> like okay it's now you're not taking the blame so you're going to take a shot at josh green um that's been my number one thing with him all season is like it's always someone else's fault even like in this in, in the exit interviews talking about the def- defense defense and he said, "With the current roster, you know, with that, with yeah, the what roster happened. makeup, yeah, we're not a, we're not a defensive team." And it's like, yeah, there's some truth to that, but like, I don't know. There's just something it it just rubs me in the wrong way. Like, I don't know.
0: Well, he's doing that here because the organization made this change. Isn't he one of the? Isn't he the organization? Who do you think? Who do you think's more powerful in the organization, Jason Kidd or Nico Harrison?
1: Probably Jason Kidd. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So, like, so you just you're literally either just calling out Mark Cuban and saying Mark Cuban made this decision, or you're like trying to just pass blame to an invisible person because you made this decision with everybody. Okay.
1: But I, I think there's another option in this of saying he's saying it on purpose, but it's more of like the PR move too. It's more of like, yeah, I don't like it. It makes you you don't want to look like the dog that just lied down. Is like, all right, I'm done with it. Like, it makes you look. A little better if it's like, yeah, I disagreed. Like so, I didn't, I didn't Jason worry. Kidd
0: did the same thing up with this that Mark Cuban did with to the Jalen Brunson thing <laughs> on Wednesday. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, kinda, right? Like, hey, I want to make myself look a little bit better, but overall it's just gonna make us all look worse. But I
1: mean, even I, I mean, you could say Luca kinda did the same thing when he was like, Yeah, I didn't like the decision and then they're like, Were you part of it? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I was. It's like <laughs> Okay. He said,
0: well, yeah, he said we came to an agreement and it is what it is, but he didn't like it. So I think you can agree yeah. to something and still not like it. But Jason yeah. Kidd didn't say that I meant I can't. We came to an agreement. He's like <laughs> they did this. They did this to us.
1: They. He's part do think, of.
0: They. Do you think a coach has to do that though? The coach has to be like, oh, we have to make up. There's this thing in Thirty Rock where there's a, you know, there's an episode where all the, all the, the employees are getting mad at the Tina Fey character who's like the their boss basically. And and then she goes to she goes to her boss and it's like, how do I get them to to be motivated when they're all mad at me? And the guy's like, well, you just make up a fake person. And then you blame everything on that fake person. And then all of a sudden, everybody else is like, okay, we're fine. So they made up this fake person, but it turns out that person was real. And so then they, went and they stormed that guy's office. And I feel like that's what we're doing. We're just making up this fake person, the organization.
1: I also love how... Jason Kidd referenced you guys so many times in his exit interview. Oh, talking about like did, us, the media. Yeah, this was a takeaway for me this season. If we just just did like Jason Kidd takeaways, he really did pay attention to what what media and I mean, and everybody was like saying about this team. Like he referenced Mavs Twitter multiple times. Yes. How many times throughout Twitter the season about the you guys or the player? <laughs> yeah, like and even and like I mean, I, I texted you about it in the. You know, the ex interview is like, dude, he take a drink for every time he says you guys. So if you guys will write about this or you guys, you know, I'll tell you you guys this. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's just it's just an observation of like, did he he does care what, you know, people are saying and writing and all that.
0: Where was You're the one? For a drop. I'm trying to find the one where he was like. Where, what? I'm not playing. I'm watching just like <laughs> you guys. No, where was the one where he was like, I can't find it, but the one where he's like, we watch everything. The one where he talked about my tweet and he was like, we're, we're reading oh, everything yeah. you guys are saying and trying to make you guys happy. He was joking. Yeah,
1: that, was, that was great. And here, here's the thing. If if you're listening to this and you're like, why do y'all keep on taking shots at Jason kid? It's not that we're taking as much shots as, as him just providing content. Like for years we had Rick Carlisle and Rick was just a jerk. And like, he was an incredible X's and O's coach. And you heard everybody talk about how much of his genius he was when it came to basketball and like from, you know, game prep to timeouts to X's and O's to adjustments in the game. I mean, every coach would rave about it. Players would rave about it. Everybody just talk about how much of a GM genius survey. He was. Yes. GM survey, um, connecting with the players was, you know, a little, little hard at times for him and stuff, but like every, everything it could be, how long he's been in the league and you know coach of the Mavs and all that but it just got almost became robotic at times he's like he was he would take shots at you know some people in the media whatever but he would also take the blame for everything he wouldn't have like it was just all I'm gonna say the PR thing unless we had a bad game and like praise on players take the blame all the time blah 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 Jason Kidd has said so much stuff over the past two years and even this year That it just it's just endless content like you have to talk about it like you have to bring up all this stuff and it so it's more of that than it is like why are you guys so fixated on him like dude well I mean he says some interesting things.
0: I don't think there's many people that are of that. I don't think there's many people that are thinking why are you guys talking about Jason Kidd so much.
1: We also have people who work for the Mavs that listen to this podcast.
0: Oh, so everybody in ticketing. Shout out to everybody in ticketing if you're listening to this. And There's wondering some people why.
1: outside of ticketing that listens, yeah.
0: No, but I've heard from ticketing the most, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah. Big Rob. I've heard from Big Rob, too. He said he's part of the raccoons. Oh, we love Big Rob. From the maniacs. He's awesome. uh, guys. Uh, again, check out our sub subtext in the description below. And uh, yeah, go listen to locked on NBA uh, game to game about the games and uh, play in starting. If you're if you're a person that likes to play in and actually likes fun basketball, I'll be then, watching. Uh, enjoy the new. No, you are not allowed to jo- enjoy the play. No, I'm, I'm no you're, not. you're not. You're yes, uh, not.
1: No. Go heat, baby.
0: You're like a Congress person, like voting against insider trading and then going to insider <laughs> trade when it, Wait, when, when it doesn't pass.
1: who? What's the other game on Tuesday night?
0: Uh, isn't it's Hawks Heat and it's um,
1: is that the dumb like Wolves Lakers game?
0: Yes, it is Wolves Lakers. Oh, God,
1: okay, so I'll watch one game.
0: You're gonna watch Hawks Heat. You yeah. hate those teams too. I do. How but... many teams do you not hate in the NBA? Because <laughs> we're starting the list. It's starting to grow.
1: I don't hate the Hornets,
0: Hawks, Heat, Lakers, Suns, <laughs> Grizzlies. <laughs>
1: I don't hate the players on the heat. It's just the organization's history with the. I'm
0: with the you. I don't like that. I,
1: I, I'm with you. I, le- I legit hate the Lakers. There's, I, I don't know, think I there's know. any other team out there that I'm like, I legit hate them.
0: You hate the Lakers so much that I did the Lakers playoff preview. Cause I'm the NBA channel manager. And there is a comment already on that video on the Lakers channel that says, uh Oh, Isaac, isn't going to like Nick being on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was tough for me. You know, I seen that. and it was like, All right, you talking to another? Shout out out to the raccoon
0: squad being so. The brand is so strong. Can we take that from Jesus and Miro? They're done. So can we take the? Your brand is strong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on on Lockout Maps.
1: Peace out.
0: Boom.